Hi there, my name is Chris. And my name is Jason. And this is The Talking Dead, a podcast dedicated to the AMC TV series, The Walking Dead. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Talking Dead. This is episode number 45 for the week of, what is it? May 23rd, 2011. You forgot from what, 10 seconds ago? I know, we just talked about the date and that's it. <laughs> the problem wasn't that I forgot the date, the problem was that I forgot the order of the words that should go in that sentence. That's important. But then I just suddenly remembered them and I think we're okay. So it's t- the 23rd of May. I see I almost forgot again. Excellent. <laughs> and here we are recording, it's episode 45, we're happy to be on the 45 air. 45 already? 45. Wow. I know. It's it's pretty crazy. We've slowed down a little bit because the news has been like non-existent yeah. for uh, some time. But um, there's there's some this week and there's all kinds of good stuff coming up on this show. I'm excited. Uh, we've got another contest to talk about yep. later on. Very exciting. We've got a new segment we're going to start doing here on The Talking Dead, which we'll get into a little bit later. A little bit later for the new segment, folks. That's right. Stay tuned. <laughs> Uh, but first, of course, we're going to run through all the news, which, uh, as I said, there actually is some this week. Excellent. However, the first thing we're going to do very quickly is run through all the different ways you listeners can contact us. And the reason I thought we should do this off the top is because usually we save it till the end. And I really don't know if people listen all the way to the end. I barely do. Well, no, I know. Exactly. <laughs> if I listen at all, I turn it off halfway because a couple of blowhards. Who wants to listen to them? Yeah. Um, so just in case you've never really heard all the great ways you can contact us, here's what you can do. <laughs> all right. You can phone us at one eight six six four eight three zomb That is the zombie line. Yeah, 483-9662, and it's a toll-free number. Doesn't cost you a thing. Please, please call. You can find us on Twitter at Talking Dead, on Facebook at facebook.com slash thetalkingdead, or finally, good old reliable email at talkingdeadpodcast at gmail.com. Why don't people write letters anymore? <clears throat> um, because we don't, we don't have a mailing address. They can't mail us anything. No, we don't. So don't write any letters. And uh, but but the reason people don't is because they have to mail them, and it takes time. The, yeah. Write uh, the Talking Dead podcast care of Toronto City Hall. <laughs> don't do it, that. It'll find it somehow. I mean, uh, I don't know about Mayor that. Ford. He'll figure it out. I'm not so sure. <laughs> maybe uh, his brother will. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, people barely even know how to write by hand anymore. I do. Yeah, I know you do, but you're you're different. I can barely write. If I'm not typing, I don't even bother. I like writing. I type <laughs> faster than I write, but I like writing. If you're sitting in a meeting, say at your work, at yep. your job, yep. do you write notes or do you type notes? Uh, depends on the meeting. Okay. Sometimes I write notes. Sometimes I bring my laptop and I type notes. Sometimes I don't bring anything and I just listen and talk and remember it and then go back and write notes later. Okay, good. I tend to do all of those things. I remember a little bit, but I type. I don't write anything down. If I write it down, I won't be able to read it later and I won't write down the right things. Right. Kind of dumb that way. Excellent. All right, well, let's get into the news, shall we? The news. Here we go. The Walking Dead. Well, there was a comic. True. There was a TV show. Also true. They're coming out with a video game, which we'll get into later. True. Now they're coming out with uh, some action figures. True. And now there are two more Don't forget items the novel. coming out. Oh, the novel. There's the novel. True. Which again we'll talk about. Um, the Walking Dead, the board game. The board game. <laughs> Is it Walking Dead Monopoly? 
I don't know. We don't have a lot of information on it yet. Uh, we, we, I found this information on ICV2.com. I'll put a link up in the notes later on. Do not pass the prison. Do not collect $200. <laughs> that would be weird. Oh, that would be going strictly, strictly directly to prison because there's the prison and jail and Monopoly. There's free parking. That's fine. What would be Go? Go would be the CDC. <laughs> I guess if it's following the TV show, I don't know. Anyway, what we do know is Zombopoly. That it's Zombopoly. There you go. <laughs> See, you got all the good ideas. Yeah, uh, it's releasing this summer, towards the end of the summer, I hear. Yeah, and it's being published by Zedman Games, Zman Games, Zman, uh, The Walking Dead, the board game. The actual title, as far as I know, is The Walking Dead: colon, The Board Game. Oh, of course, of course. Um, it was designed by Keith Trallens of Mega Giga Omnicorp Incorporated. Sweet. I, Wait, was that from The Simpsons? I don't. I don't mean to laugh when I say that. Super Hyper Giga Commie com, Commie <laughs> CompuNet. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. You know who am I to make fun of someone's company name? But Mega Giga Omnicorp. That's funny. That is funny. And and hopefully that the the person who named that company realizes it's kind of funny. That well, obviously they're not going to name something Mega Giga without. Knowing that it's funny, Mega Gig to Omnicorp. Yeah. Incorporated. In- incorporated. <laughs> exactly. Don't forget that part. Is it uh, Mega Gig Omnicorp.com? Because that's funny. I didn't look it up. We'll check that out later. Maybe yeah. it is. Uh, designer Trallens said Our goal was to give players the chance to feel like they had to survive in that world with an unrelenting swarm of zombies at their heels. Sweet. So that's kind of cool. Kirkman said, we've done test plays of the Walking Dead board game at the office. I couldn't be more impressed with Z-Man games. Nice. So that's cool. Apparently Kirkman likes it, but then what is he going to say, really? Well, obviously he's going to give it his, uh, yep, this is great. Now he can probably, do you think he has veto power over this whole thing? Like if he thinks the game sucks, he can say, nope, try again? I I hope so. Uh, Yeah, if he didn't, it would mean he doesn't own the rights to sell it to the board game people well maybe he already sold it sold the rights and maybe he sold creative control i hope he retains creative control yes i agree (laughs) i I think somebody should have to go to him and say this is what i'd like to do for the board game and him going yeah that's good this is the zombie monopoly game we're gonna do zombopoly zombopoly and he would hopefully shoot that down zombie clue would be cool too who done it yeah. The roamer in the forest with the dead tree that's stick. Right. The dead tree stick, that's right. right. That's one of the weapons. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> um, all right, well, we don't have any other information. It will manufacturer's suggested retail price for thirty nine ninety nine. That That uh, seems a little... That, that's U.S., though, right? Yeah, I assume so, US. yeah. Because it seems a little cheap for me, 40 bucks. Tell me about video game pricing. No, uh, tell me about board game pricing. Board game pricing, well, I mean, for kids' games, it's... It's cheap. You buy the, uh, you know, the, the Monopoly games. It's only like 20 bucks, I guess. I don't know. I haven't bought Monopoly. In, I've never bought Monopoly. Who am I kidding? I've bought Monopoly uh, once or twice, actually. How much were they? I don't know. I bought Simpsons Monopoly years ago. Yeah. And if I was a collector, I would have now bought probably 500 different editions of Monopoly. But I'm not. Well, thankful. yeah, because there's a lot. There sure are. Um, well, I think that adult board games, uh, like Axis and Allies or various such things, uh, are probably in the range of fifty to sixty bucks Canadian. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, the fact that it, it probably would be fifty dollars Canadian, to be quite honest. Even though our dollar is worth more than the American. Right well, now. it has nothing to do with that. It's not about the dollar. Uh, it's about 
shipping and handling and tariffs coming across the border and having to pay off government officials and various well, wait a minute it's a little bit about the value of the money it used to be it used to be when when we were like 70 cents us or something right yes then the price they had to make the same amount of money selling it in canada as they did in the states so the price was higher right even though it wasn't really higher yeah um but now things are still sometimes priced higher here yet our dollar is worth more that's because free trade is a sham Total sham. <laughs> Total. But that's a whole different podcast. That's a whole, that's, uh, yeah, free trade doesn't have anything to do with consumer products. No. It has to do with wood pulp. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Getting wood and, and, you know, other minerals across the border. That's right. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so the game will feature the characters and situations from the comic book. Ooh. Which is interesting. So somehow you are going to be playing situations from the comic. Interesting. And, and, and who knows how that will play out, because we know how they went in the comic. Presumably in the board game, they can go totally differently. Well, it'd be like the game of life, right? You push the thing down in the middle, and then you have your little car, and you put people in it, and you try and get past the zombies, and then graduate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just going to be snakes and ladders. Oh, cool. Zombie, <laughs> zombie snakes and ladders. That's cool. <laughs> Why not? I'd buy that for 40 bucks. <laughs> um, no. Anyways, I we might, will find out. I might cut that off the back of a cereal box. <laughs> I have but, an idea. What's that? I think we should get a copy of this game when it comes out. For sure. Bring it down here into the studio, set it up on this table, yep. and play it while we talk into these mics. Great. And record it. We'll need more people. Uh, you probably need four players, right? Yeah. Well, we know other people. Barely. Barely. We we each have a wife. We'll <laughs> see if we can get them on board. It's a matter of getting everybody in the same room at the same time. It's a, always a problem. True. But we can make it happen. All right. We'll make it happen. And if it's boring... Well, you'll know about it, and we probably will never release we'll the We'll edit thing. the thing down. That's what <laughs> That's we'll do. That's right. And if it's riveting, then, hey, there you go. It makes for good <laughs> podcasting. Yeah. Okay. Well, sticking with um, game-type collectible thingamajiggers, The Walking Dead trading cards are also coming Ooh. out. Uh, from the article on the same website, icv2.com, Cryptozoic Entertainment, the company behind the World of Warcraft trading card game. Don't know anything about that. Neither do I, but World of Warcraft, Warcraft is a is a big thing. That I, that I know about. I've I never hear. actually played it, but I've seen other people play it. I've watched Dave play it, yeah. Well, that's it. <laughs> so they have secured the rights uh, from the AMC Cable Network to create trading cards based on the hit zombie TV series. This summer, Cryptozoic will release uh, the first series of The Walking Dead trading cards, which will include a base set of 72 cards, along with autographs from key cast and crew members, plus memorabilia from the show. Hats and T-shirts. And well, that. I don't know. I'm, I don't know a lot about these trading card games. and because Is it a game? <clears throat> well, that's what they called it in the article. And the World of Warcraft TCG trading card game. Oh, it's a game. Okay. But I'm not sure what that means, to be quite honest. I haven't, you know, my card collecting experience is pretty much hockey cards when I was 10 years old. Right. I, I mean, I played Magic the Gathering when, oh my God, when was this? This was in the late 90s, probably. Uh, you know, shortly after it came out. Um, and I remember buying cards and then putting together a deck and then playing the game. And Right, but what happens is you put together a deck and the cards all represent something that you can do or whatever. Yeah. And then you all get together and then you use these decks to play the game. That's right. So is that is that what this is? Like World of Warcraft has one of those? I would assume so because it's a trading card game. So <clears throat> you buy cards like you buy packs of random cards mm -hmm. right and then you get these cards and sometimes you get a good one sometimes you get a bunch of load of crap 
right? And then you, you know, or you can go to the, the trading card game store and say, I would like to buy this specific card for $37. And you buy that card and you have a powerful card now. But it's also a collectible, right? It's not just yeah. a card you use in the game. It's like, wow, I got this card at $37. If I hang on to it for a year, it's going to be $39. So it's they're collectible cards, but you also use them to play the game. And most likely the collectible ones are rarer and then therefore more powerful in the actual game. But it's also um, uh, like they're collectible because they're desirable for the game. Like the game is another level to collecting these things. Yeah. Whereas if you're collecting baseball cards, you just collect them for yourself. That's you right. can't really do anything with them other than show them to your friends and maybe trade them. Right. But that's not a game. That's just that's getting, trading. Trading, getting more cards. That's for feeding other up cards. Johnny and taking his cards. <laughs> that's right. Okay. So there's there's definitely a game. With a defined set of rules element to this. I would assume so. Okay, so we're going to have to look into that and see what the deal is because, again, we'll, we should probably get some and try try yeah, it and see how should. it goes. I think so. I think we've got a store not too far from here that might, we do. that might help us out with this. So Yeah. Okay, if you are interested in that, um, there'll be a link in our show notes for that. And if you have anything you want to add or clarify with these trading card games, please call or write in and tell us uh, tell us how dumb we are. Wouldn't be the first time. You are dumb. Um, okay. The Walking Dead Emmy eligibility. Uh, now, I was slightly confused on this article. I found this through the the Walking Dead blog on yeah. AMC's site. Uh-huh. And and they linked to another, another site that listed what uh, I believe are the potential Emmys that The Walking Dead could be nominated for. Right. So these have been submitted by the TV show for nomination. Either submitted or they are simply, the, the show is simply, um, it meets the requirements for eligibility in these categories. It does not mean, as far as I understood, that these are actual nominations. Right. So, it's barely a news item, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> these are <clears throat> stuff. Yes. The Walking Dead <laughs> is eligible for Best Drama Series. Great. For an Emmy. Uh, dram- dramatic Actor for Andrew Lincoln. Dramatic Actress for Sarah Wayne Callies. Um, drama Supporting Actor, John Bernthal, Jeffrey DeMunn, or Stephen Yoon. Drama, drama Supporting Actress, Emma Bell, Laurie Holden. Or Drama Guest Actor, Lenny James, Norman Reedus, Michael Rooker. Does that mean Norman Reedus is not going to stick around? No. Well, this is the thing. He definitely does stick around. He's in Season 2, and he has a big part in Season 2, which we're going to get to. Um, so kind of weird i'm not sure maybe his part was expanded after they announced the cast kind of thing could be. he's not in the main cast photos right um like the big poster he's not in the poster that's a good question i don't think he was originally but anything now he would be because he's definitely a main character now well yeah unless they kill him off (laughs) i suppose they could but they did that with a main character already that was in the posters that's true so and she's up for best supporting actress or potentially yeah I don't know. Who knows? They Anyways. draw a line. It probably has to do with his contract. Oh, yeah, probably. He's probably there for as long as he wants to be there, where the other actors are there for five seasons kind of thing. Like yeah, you're contracted maybe. for five seasons. If we continue to do this, you're going to be there. Yes. Unless we tell you not to be. Whereas his contract is like, yeah, can you come and do our show? And <laughs> you can leave whenever you want. That'd be great. Well, you never know what they what they were thinking, right? When they introduced uh, Merle and Daryl. Yeah. You know, Um Michael Rooker obviously was in one episode. He shot for one day, and then he got the hell out of there. Right. But Norman Reedus, 
he turned out to be such a fan favorite that I think they decided to keep him around. So. Yeah, and he also thinks, hey, this is a great vehicle for me. I think I will stick around. Mm-hmm. Right. He'd be stupid not to. Stupid not to. Uh, so let's see. Hopefully there are lots of Walking Dead Emmys uh I Emmy hope they're nominated and they win for everything. There you go. I hope that John Bernthal, Jeffrey DeMunn, and Stephen Yuen all win Best Dramatic Supporting Actor. That's right. They can <laughs> they can cut that award in three pieces and each get a... It's a tie. There you go. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to Season 2 information. There's Stuff. not a lot out there. There's a fair bit of speculation. Right. Um, but there's a few... Uh, few tidbits we have to work through here. First of all, there is a casting call out for zombies. Sweet, let's go. Um, this comes from Extras Casting Atlanta. It says, Extra Casting Atlanta is starting casting for some featured zombie types. Looking for <laughs> men and women, 18 to 60. Rotting flesh. <laughs> That's right. Limbs falling off. <laughs> Very slim builds only. Some acting or movement experience is great. Oh, movement experience. I have very little movement experience. Yeah. Well, it's probably take. I took a movement class. That's right, yes. <laughs> I know how to spin. I know how to walk on purpose. I don't know. <laughs> I know how to walk like I mean it. Yeah. Right? Um, I know how to not overact when I walk. For some actors, it's difficult. That might be difficult. I've yeah. seen people overact while walking. I know how to be in the background without looking straight into the camera. That's peas probably and carrots, hard peas too. and carrots. Yeah, exactly. Um, apparently, they will be posting for other roles soon, but for now, only very slim types with slim facial features for very specific zombie roles. You must be available to work on South Side of Atlanta, and if you are interested, email a clear recent face shot and body shot to twdextras at gmail.com. That's very specific. You must be available to work on the South Side of Atlanta. Yes. Uh, Is there like a security checkpoint that you have to have the proper credentials to get to? No, maybe. Maybe they don't want people coming from too far away, something like that. Well, why didn't you just say Atlanta then? Like You must be available to work in Atlanta instead of in the south side of Atlanta. It's like I can go to the north side, but I can't go to the south side. I'm sorry. I can't take this role. Maybe Atlanta is like a group of boroughs or something like that, and you, I don't know, you have to... Join, it's like, join the union for each one or something? I'll go know. to Manhattan, but I'm not going to the Bronx. There's no way I'm going to the Bronx, so forget <laughs> it. I don't know. <laughs> it's I just, don't know. It seems oddly specific. That's, it does. That's all I'm saying. My only question about this, all, all this is, though, I mean, I know we're all, we always have a lot of really skin zombies, but there's got to be fat ones, too. Well, I think that they're going to they're <clears> put <throat> stuff on them, right? you got to put all the prosthetics on them so it looks like their limb is hanging off kind of thing. So they need skinny so it doesn't look like, you know, that guy looks like a, uh, a lacrosse goalie. Like, you know those lacrosse goalies with oh, their yes. huge pads? <laughs> yes, it's I like, do. I can't have a zombie looking like that, right? No, I understand. They want the skinny people because that's kind of how the zombies in The Walking Dead look, right? They're right. all skinny and emaciated. But, you know, fat people die too and turn, into, zo- and turn into zombies. Uh, that I haven't heard. No. <laughs> Presumably, though, uh, you know, fat dude could get bitten and turned into a zombie. Yeah. So wouldn't there be, you know, if this well, is widespread? Well, these are for specific roles. Maybe they have to get these people to fit oh, through a pipe, right? That's they're right. lurkers that have to crawl out of a pipe. <laughs> Your job will be to fit through this pipe. Go. <laughs> and they've uh, already got the pipe cut. So. <laughs> you're right. All the featured zombies are skinny. Yeah. Okay. They're weightist. The zombie cast. It could be. People. It could be. Anyways. 
maybe they need people that's really skinny so that they look normal when they have all the prosthetics on instead of being normal and then looking fat when they have all the prosthetic prosthetics on or fat and looking, you know, super fat. Lacrosse goalie. Lacrosse goalie fat. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, who knows? If you're interested and you are in the south side of Atlanta area, send a uh, email to twdextras at gmail.com. There you go. Okay. No so, fat zombies. No fat. No fat zombies. Um, Andrea's role in season two. Uh, Robert Kirkman was interviewed briefly by TV Guide, and he was talking a little bit about Andrea. From the article in TV Guide, Andrea very much wanted to die in the CDC, so we're going to be dealing with that, creator Robert Kirkman says. Dale's future love interest will be channeling her pain into training to be a protector of the group, as her comic book counterpart did. Sweet. She'll be learning some guns, and she might not quite get to a certain level, but we're definitely going to be going down that road. All right, so she's going to get to level four, but not level five. Got it. Uh, exactly. What are, <laughs> what are the levels for gun wielding? I don't know. It depends on what game you're playing. Well, it's a minor spoiler to say that in the comic, she learns, she becomes very proficient with weapons, especially long-range rifles. Yep. Um, even though she started out with very little skills. Right. <clears throat> so she's their number one sniper in the comic, and it sounds like in the in the TV show they're going to be slowly going down that path too, which is cool. Yeah. I like that. She's going to go all Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Um, dirty Harriet? Does that yeah. work? Yeah, why not? Not really. <laughs> kind of does. Uh, but anyways, it's nice to hear that uh, they'll be they'll be doing that sort of, uh, you know, secondary character building stuff, right? right. I mean, yep. there was, I never really had a, I never really thought they wouldn't, but it's just nice to hear. Reassuring. Reassuring, exactly. Uh, okay, so the next item, the Hollywood Reporter also spoke to Robert Kirkman. And when asked about the writers, now, if you will remember, they, um, there was a big hullabaloo about all the writers being fired and then The Walking Dead completely using freelance writers. This was last year sometime. Right. Well, turns out that wasn't really the case. And he said, Robert Kirkman said, we have a full writing staff. There are three full-time staff writers and one freelancer. So that's okay. That's good. The three writers are Evan Riley, who worked on Rescue Me. Oh, yeah. Scott Gimple from Flash Forward. And Angela Kang from Terriers. And then a freelancer. Terriers? Yeah, I've heard about Terriers. I don't know much about it. But I've, me I've heard it mentioned on other podcasts as being a very good show. Really? Is it a... Dog kind of thing? I couldn't tell you. Well, a terrier is a breed of dog, so I'd... Thank you, I know, but I, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't so know. So it's Bulldog, it and I think Bulldog would be a good name for a TV show as well. So maybe Terriers is just a really crappy way of saying that these people are short, and they have curly hair, and they're really feisty, and they like to bite people. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting description of Terriers. Bulldog would be a good name for a hard-nosed cop show. Exactly. That would be his nickname. Yeah. Send Bulldog out. So is Jake and the Fat Man. That's a really good name. Sorry that the show was short-lived. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so anyways, Scott Gimple from Flash Forward. Interesting. That show didn't last long. Now, these are just the... Not his fault, though. Might be. Well, I doubt it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's not going to be his fault. <laughs> these are just the shows... Scott, it's your fault that that show tanked. <laughs> You're... That's it, man. You're done. Yeah. These are just the shows that were listed in this uh, in this article. These people have presumably worked on other things too. Um, so, but the interesting thing is, those are the three main staff writers that we have to look forward to. So awesome! There you go. Rescue me. Have you ever seen that show? No, okay. I haven't. I've always wanted to try and get into it, but I haven't. All right, so, good. 
Inter- interesting story. <laughs> Isn't it great? <laughs> um, finally, uh, Kirkman in the article also said that he really wants Stephen King to do an episode, but can neither confirm nor deny whether it will happen. Uh, and oh, that okay. is, of course, referencing all the internet rumors that Stephen King is uh, on board to write one or more episodes. Well, I would like Stephen King to be on this show as well, but I can neither confirm nor deny that he's going to be. <laughs> uh, I can <laughs> confirm that he won't, pretty much. Don't do that. Oh, sorry. You never know. Trying what... to start an internet rumor. You never know what might happen. Stephen King next week on The Talking Dead. Yeah. Uh, okay. Continuing with season two information, MTV spoke to Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl on the program Mm -hmm. uh he says they're shooting just south of atlanta in the woods south side atlanta south side right he mentioned that season one they were in the city they did the city kind of stuff season two they're going to be in the country now they were in the country a little bit in season one too they were started in the city i see what he's trying to say but i don't think we're going to see much we're going to get a road trip i think yeah we're not going to have a lot of urban areas we're going to have all the countryside good which will be awesome that would be good Stay out of the cities, folks. If there's a zombie apocalypse, stay out of the cities. Get there, get somewhere, get safe, not in the city. Yeah. Unless somehow the city's been cleared out, but it's a whole different thing. That's a lie. He also said Daryl has a little bit of hero stuff coming up. He's going to fly, wear a cape, various things. Yeah, that's what I assume. Lift a car over his head. (laughs) Exactly. Save a baby. Save a baby. (laughs) Uh, And he says, definitively, my brother... Is not the governor. That I can say because I've heard Frank say it. (laughs) I can say that for sure because I read that on the internet. Yeah. (laughs) He says he's heard Frank say it. Are people still thinking that that he's going to be the governor? Well, anytime someone has a chance to speak to one of the actors, it seems like, one of the questions they ask is, will Merle be the governor? And everybody's saying, no, what are you, dumb? Everyone's saying no, and yeah, exactly. It's the... they Maybe just, John Goodman. Well, we'll see. Or John Cleese. I could go either way at this point. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, John Cleese? Just uh, think of Faulty Towers in a city with zombies. <laughs> yeah, it's faulty. instead of Faulty Towers, it's Woodbury, and it's yeah. John Cleese being <clears throat> a dork. He could do it. Oh, why not? I believe in him. He's I tall. So. He is tall, and he's only got one hand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. Trying to remember, did I did I hear that somewhere? No, I don't think that's true. Either. No, I don't think so. All right. Uh, so yes, the Frank said it. So Merle's not the governor, according to Norman Reedus, and pretty much everybody else. Right. Uh, finally, Robert Kirkman spoke with the AV Club, and he revealed that there will be a good. There's a good possibility that Stan Lee will have a cameo as a zombie. Uh, Do you care about this? I don't want it to happen. Is what I don't want. So to Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> try, try that Sorry sentence again that. <laughs> I would not like Stan Lee to have a cameo uh, Stan Lee does cameos in almost all of the Marvel movies his movies though it's stuff that he's you know created or worked on he doesn't do the X-Men films though eh? have you ever noticed that strange he does Spider-Man and Iron Man and all those other ones but yeah. for some reason he doesn't do X-Men he was in Thor uh, was he yes he was in Thor yeah, yeah. Truck, uh, truck driver, right? Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> um, but no, I'm pretty sure he doesn't do the X-Men. I don't know why. They're Marvel characters, right? Yeah, they I are. I don't know. They are. I'm almost, I'm positive. Anyways, Stan Lee on The Walking Dead. No. No? no. All right. That's that's like having, uh, uh, what was her name that got uh, arrested in various such things? Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. No. It's, it cheapens the whole thing. Okay, it, Stan Lee doesn't cheapen it as much as Lohan or... 
um, what's his face? Yeah. Who, who went off the deep end? Um, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. <clears throat> no, I think that it would be on the on par with uh, you know it's like hey cool Stan Lee's there. It takes you out of the uh, of the drama. Yeah. Like that's nice mm-hmm. in a movie kind of thing. It's it's and it's a, a standard thing you expect that in something that Stan Lee worked on is for Stan Lee to show up mm-hmm. right. Uh, or even a Stephen King movie. You expect Stephen King to show up at some point because he does that too. He did that. He doesn't think he does that in all his movies now, but he used to. It's the first few he was in them. Uh, I think it would be just along the same lines as uh, the zombies starting to do Thriller. <laughs> right? It's no, just, that would be worse. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm think a- it's too much of a uh, author intrusion. It's too taking you out of the drama and just separating you from what actually is going on. I feel that if he was unrecognizable and uncredited, it would be okay, because then it's a bit of an Easter egg. It doesn't take you out of the show while you're watching it, because you don't know it. That I could live with. But if he's there, you can go back later and be like, oh my God, it's Stan Lee, once you find out who he is on the internet. That's true. <clears throat> as long as it's an Easter egg and not a Stanley zombie uh, next to a clown zombie next to a hockey player zombie. Uh, <laughs> Stanley zombie, yes. <laughs> Comic creator zombie. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Stanley dressed as a hockey player as a zombie would be okay. Sure, because that's my, that'd be an Easter egg. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, finally, in that same interview with the AV Club, and this I thought was interesting... They asked Kirkman about whether Rick will lose his hand, and he said, we've already cut off one hand. We don't want to be redundant. So I thought this was interesting because a long time ago we talked about the um, production problems that might arise to have one character yep. who in real life has both his hands, but on the show only has <clears throat> only has one. Right. And the effects needed to do that or the just shooting him with his hands out of the frame and stuff like that. Right. And uh, it seems to be here that Kirkman's saying, yeah, we probably won't. Well, yeah. Seems like that's the decision they've gone with. I, I think so. And I think that's the right decision. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. I, it's, it's pretty crippling to only have one hand. And in the comic, that's fine. But in TV, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I think, that, I think for production reasons, it's difficult to do. I don't think for <laughs> storytelling reasons, it's difficult. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, and even Stephen King did that it, with... Uh, uh, the Dark Tower series. Spoiler alert for people that haven't read the Dark Tower series, like you, me, and uh, you know the the main character Roland. Uh, you know, in the beginning of the second book, uh, has a whole bunch of things snipped off his hand. Yeah. Right, like he loses like a whole bunch of fingers, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they have one character who starts the whole book in a wheelchair. Actually, she starts as an old lady in a wheelchair, but and they have that throughout the entire series of books. Right, and it's it adds to the dramatic effect, and that's good because for storytelling, I think it's great. For TV production, probably not so much. You know, lose something that you can't really, you know, tell. Like put an eye patch on and say, "Oh, he lost his eye." Yeah. So make him dislocate a shoulder instead. Yeah, he can wear a sling for yeah, a while. Yeah, I wear a sling. That's good. I can you know? I can see that. That's easy. You know, limp a little bit maybe. <laughs> yeah. Wear a, use a walker. That's right. That's y'all. fine. Can you imagine if one of them had to always have a walker? Around? See, that's storytelling, though, right? Yeah, that's you're right. Uh, whereas you know, losing a hand, you got to have special effects. You know, take that hand off for every shot. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I think that. Um, Sorry, Michael Rooker will come back, but not as a regular role. Right. I think we'll see him again, maybe for one or two episodes, and then his storyline will be done. Right. I agree. 
So, because he only has one hand, so they can't keep him on. That's our logic. Well, he has two. I mean, his brother's going to keep it for him and give it back to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he's in, he'll no. be in possession of two hands. Wait a minute. Didn't he throw the hand at, at uh, one of the Vatos? Something he, like he that. He threw the hand at the... Or he opened, He showed it to him to scare him. Maybe he yeah. still has oh, it. I think he still has it. I can't remember. If it was right. my brother, I'd keep it. Yeah, of course. Keep it on ice. There you go, buddy. I brought it all this way for you. <laughs> I saved this for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, thanks. Let's cook it up and eat it because we're running out of food. <laughs> Gross. Uh, okay, a few more news items before we get to the good stuff. <laughs> There's good stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, behind the scenes photo gallery on examiner.com. Uh, I don't know if you went and looked at some of the images, but there's some some stuff there that I hadn't seen before. Uh, a lot of good good photos. Yeah, I was, a few good. I was just looking at them. Had a had a, a, a lot of them were interesting. My favorite one was a shot of um, Rick, Shane, and Lori the characters, of course, uh, just sitting there looking at the camera. And the thing I like about it is. The way their face, facial expressions work is it looks like they're in character when the picture was taken. Oh, yeah? Did you see the link I sent you? I, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm trying so, to find the picture. So we got uh, John Bernthal as Shane, um, Andrew Lincoln as Rick Grimes, and Sarah Wayne Callies as Lori. And she's sitting up on the tank, I guess. And yep. the two guys are standing down just looking at the camera. And we all know the dynamic that we have going on between these three right yep and to me just those facial expressions none of them are smiling they don't look happy it just it feels like they're kind of in character even though they're not doing anything i would agree with that to me and i thought it was just a really really cool shot i like the boots she has on nice boots i have a pair of boots like that actually (laughs) you wear ladies boots too they're not ladies boots but they're biker boots with the Remember those biker boots that I used to have? I sure do. Those are good you times. You still own them? Oh, they're in storage, but... You should break those out, man. Along with my cowboy hat. Yeah, go rollerblading with your cowboy hat and your cut-off jean shorts and... Dave did not... That Dave made that thing up. I had the hat, a different <laughs> hat, and I went rollerblading, but I didn't have the cut-off jean shorts. Oh, well. Just wearing shorts. Whatever you say. <laughs> Anyways, the photo is cool. Uh, check it out in our show notes and let us know what you think. I just think it was one of the neater photos of them. Sitting there, getting ready to do something, I guess. Um, okay, the Walking Dead video game. We mentioned it earlier, and I said it would come up, and here we go. Telltale, the company that's releasing it, has said that they will show the game at the Entertainment Electronics Expo. Nice. E3. And that is June 7 to 9, so it's coming up very soon. It's very, very soon. So uh, in a couple of weeks, we should have some information and hopefully some, some video and some gameplay maybe of this Walking Dead That'd be great. video game, so <clears throat> we'll know a little bit more. Keep that, keep that in mind. It'd be like Pac-Man. Waka, 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 waka. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and zombies just going like this. <laughs> That's eating right. Stuff. They're the ghosts. Instead of ghosts, you have zombies. <laughs> instead of Pac-Man, you have Shane. No, I think, I think instead of ghosts, you have the people, and Pac-Man is the zombie. Waka, 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 waka. And he's just eating. And no, then but you got to control Pac-Man, and then the ghosts come and try and eat you. But <laughs> it, once you get the little pellets of power, you get to eat the zombies. Yeah, it doesn't Maybe work. It's, I, I, okay, more like Don, Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get from the bottom to the top. That's right. When the zombies are throwing barrels at you. I, I got nothing. Maybe some other kind of platformer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> uh, okay, finally in the news this week, the Rise of the Governor book has cover art. Oh, cool. And uh, if you if you haven't seen it, it is an interesting shot. Sort of in the background, we've got the dark, ominous clouds with a uh, city skyline. I guess that's Atlanta. 
And in the foreground, we've got kind of a busted down fence with a silhouette of three people, two adults and a child. It's not clear who these people are or um, if they're even male or female, really. So no, no, no information there, but it's a cool shot. It is. It's I a cool think cover. It's really neat. Same kind of color scheme as the poster. Yeah. Very sort of, what color is that? Sepia? Yeah, very sepia. Um, Robert Kirkman's name is twice the size of Jay Bonansinga's. Of course. Even though he... are trying to sell books here. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously. But, the, you know, Mr. Bonansinga, I think, has a suitable writing career behind him. That's so right. But it, nowhere near Frank Derb or uh, Robert Kirkman. Uh, lately, I guess, yeah. So anyway, uh, there we go. So check out the cover for the book. Um, I don't think we have a release date on that yet, do we? Not, Not that I know that of. I know of. So we'll we'll see what we can find out, but hopefully soon because I want to read it. They're probably dotting the I's and crossing the T's as we speak. That's the last thing you do when you write a book. That's right. right. You go through the whole damn thing and you go, is that an L or a T? <laughs> That's a T and across that. Across that. Exactly. <laughs> what is that? Is that an I? Yeah. Okay. Think. <laughs> Put a dot. That's what the editor does, right? Exactly. I figure. Yeah. All right. So there Man, you go. Man, we should use a different font if you can't tell the T's from the L's for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next time. Next time. Um. Okay. What should we do next? Should we announce our contest or should we talk about our new segment? I think we should talk about our new segment. Do the contest last. Here's what we're going to do, everybody. Since it is about, I don't know, what, eight Six? No, it's it's almost June. Six months until The months Walking Dead. Months and months and months and months. Many, many months. Coming back in October, we've got lots of time and not always lots of news, as we've mentioned. So Instead of making stuff up, well, we're you can gonna, make up the news. Uh, I suppose you could. A lot of... Lot of uh, we've been playing the video game with the board game. It's a tie-in, and we've been playing them both for months now. <laughs> See, we could make that stuff up. I suppose. But oh, it wouldn't... Board game slash video game. That'd be cool, actually. Oh, yeah. They make those, don't they? It's a board game that you do something on your TV with. And... I, don't, I don't know. It's right. a good idea, though. If they haven't, they should. Okay, so what we're going to do every two weeks, we are going to choose one of the Walking Dead actors and go back and watch some of their back catalog, unrelated to the Walking Dead. Completely. Um, however, we're going to watch that, look at their career, and then talk a little bit about what they've done and sort of where they've come from as they've made their way through their career up to The Walking Dead. That'd be great. See how, if we can, how it's influenced them and just how they've developed as an actor. Right. So, the first uh, actor we're going to do, Jason, let everyone know. Jeffrey DeMunn. Jeffrey DeMunn. So, in two weeks' time, uh, we will have watched <clears throat> some, select, um, <laughs> some select selections. Some choice selections, <laughs> choice from, selections. from his filmography. Uh, and we chose these just kind of randomly, right? Yeah, pretty much. Here's what they are going to be. The Green Mile. Very good movie. We're going to watch an episode of Law and Order called Soldier of Fortune. What I, season is that? I don't know. Although it originally broadcast on the 24th of October, 2001. That's uh, probably the ninth season. Okay. So he was a recurring character on that show for like 20 years. Yeah, that's really weird, but every, whatever. Every few years he did an episode. So we just chose one, Soldier of Fortune, at random. We are going to watch The Blob from 1988. Yeah. And we are going to watch Shelter from 2010. Right. From last year. Now, we're going to invite all our listeners to play along here, right? To actually go back and watch this stuff. Absolutely. Go back, watch these things, and then 
call and write in your comments and thoughts on Jeffrey DeMunn's career. If you want to talk about anything else, that's fine. Send us your thoughts. But these are the four selections we're going to watch. Yep. And chosen at random. You know, we don't even know in some cases of whether or not uh, Jeffrey DeMunn has a huge role in these. Well, weren't we these looking movies? at something where his role was on the phone? Yeah, we, we <laughs> as soon as we heard on the phone, <laughs> probably not. Well, he was a, a voice on the phone. And it's like, wow, we, what's the point of watching that? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure he did a great job as the oh, voice I'm on sure. the phone. Oh, I'm sure. But it might not be the most influential thing in the world. Right. So, these or if are the he ones... played a picture in the background, like sometimes they when they have, uh, you know, uh, crime dramas or something, they hold a picture and they show the the, the deceased person uh, with someone else, right? And they have to they have to cast that. Yes, they have to cast that actor, and they have to they have to do that. So, probably not the most demanding role for the man. Probably though. not. So, no. so we chose these: The Green Mile, Law and Order, Soldier of Fortune, The Blob, and Shelter. Excellent. Please go watch them. Send us in your comments, and we're going to be doing a new actor every two weeks. The next one we will announce next week yep. with the four or five uh, selections from their filmo- filmography, whoever it is. Excellent. So that'll be fun. It's going to be fun. I Ho- like this. Hopefully it's fun. I, I <clears throat> you know, <laughs> to be quite honest, part of me was just looking for ways to fill the time between now and when The Walking Dead comes back. And have fun. And have fun. I mean, the news is great, but if there isn't a lot of news... We still want to. We got to watch something. something. We got to watch loud here. That's right. What, what are we going to not watch stuff? No <laughs> way, man. So there you go. And we'll play board games and video games and collect some cards and some figures and read a book. <laughs> That's right. We'll do all these things <laughs> if we can instead of podcasting. Well, no, we're going to do this stuff and podcast about it. All right. We're going to read the book, right? I'm going to read the book. Well, we got to read the book. It's going to play it's the, the board first game. Of a trilogy, we? by the way. There's three books. Excellent. Before. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna play the board game. We're yes. going to buy some cards. I guess so. I don't know what I'll do with the cards. We're going to play I'll, the video game. I'll probably get them. I'm going to buy the figures. We're going to buy some figures. Exactly. It's all good. Okay. get a hat. Well, all right. I want so, a Jeffrey DeMunn hat. They should sell those. I bet you... Um, I'd buy a Dale hat. You know what? Open a store on Cafe Press and start selling Dale hats. I'd need licensing for that. No, you don't. Those hats, I bet you that hat has a, has a name. Come on. Robert Kirkman would come after me in a heartbeat. I doubt it. I doubt it. You know, if uh, I got a cease and desist letter from uh, uh, Kirkman's lawyer, I'd read it on the air. You just can't tell people that it's a Dale hat. Well, how am I supposed to sell it? This is the this hat, is a hat from a character on a popular zombie TV show. You figure it out. Oh, lawyers would have a field day with that. Yeah. They'd be like, who are you referring to? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just made it up. <laughs> Anyways. So there you go. Jeffrey DeMunn, first first one. Play along if you want to. It'll yeah. be fun. All right, here's the good stuff now. We talked about it. <clears throat> We're going to be running another contest for a poster, a Walking Dead poster. Ooh. And <laughs> we're going old school radio for this one. Yes. <laughs> the 10th caller <laughs> to call in to the voicemail line <laughs> wins the poster. Yay, the 10th caller. 10th <laughs> caller wins. Uh Call in. You can say anything you want. The only requirements we have are that you say your name, your location, and your email address so we know how to contact you. However, I will edit out email addresses when we play calls on the air. Right. So um, say your name, where you're from, and then maybe say your email address after a short pause at the end so that we have a nice, clean place to edit that it, thing out. Yeah, sure. I, whatever you want. You got, um, you've got two minutes of, of uh, rambling. Voice, voicemail time rambling there. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, don't go too long or you'll get cut off. And if I don't get your email address, unfortunately, you can't win. Um, so make sure you don't screw it up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what would be really cool is if you left a little uh, Talking Dead station ID for us. That'd be neat. For example, Jason, give us one. Hi, my name is Jason. I'm from Toronto, and you're listening to The Talking Dead. There you go. And then say your email address, and you'd be done. So we're going to go. What is my email address? I, I don't know. Read it out. It's talking. It's written there, I can't see. Talking Dead Podcast. Talking Dead Podcast at gmail.com. Um, so we're only going to go for 10 callers. It's not like we're going to go for 100th caller because, you know. The 700th caller wins. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, good Lord. That, that would never work. So 10th caller. Um, I realize not everyone might listen to this at the same time, but what can I do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So there you go. If you want a poster, call in. You might be the winner. You never know. You never know. You won't know. I won one of those things on the radio once. How? I was the. Uh, I mean, I was the hundred and third caller, a hundred and second caller for. Uh, was listening to, one hundred two point one, The Edge, and they had a contest where you want you could win a hundred and two dollars and ten cents, and uh, so they play. They told you what song at, at between seven and eight a.m. or whatever the hell it was. And uh, they told you what song they were going to play. And when they played that song later on in the day, if you were the 102nd caller, you won. 102 bucks? Yeah. I won. That is lame. Well, I mean, it was just a stupid little contest, but I was listening at work and they said what song they're going to play. And then I I went home a little later and then uh, they played the song on the radio. I'm like, holy crap, that's the song. And I called in and I won 102 bucks. You got through. That's amazing. I did. I got through and I actually won the money. And they sent me a check eight months later. Wow, really? Well, it had to go through their corporate machine, and they had to write the check. And Eight months? Good Lord, I just got a check <clears> from the government that only took three months. Well, yeah, And that's the, the government. The government's not, you know, a radio station. But they're <laughs> no, a parent company. Far more complicated, I would think. Not really. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, congratulations on winning your radio contest yeah, of $102. You can win. So, 10 you... callers, people. Call in our voicemail line. I should give out the number one more you time. sure should. one 866 Four eight three nine six six two. That is the number. It doesn't cost you anything, but you can win a poster. Cost you nothing but time. Don't forget to leave your email address, your name, your location, and uh, that's how we're going to contact you. Yep. All right. That's exciting. Um, and that's going to do it for this episode of The Talking Dead. Thank you for listening, everybody. It has been a pleasure. As always. Yeah, as always. Um, let's not go through all the contact stuff again because we've already done that multiple times. Get a hold of us. Get a hold of us. Call or email talkingdeadpodcast at gmail.com. Don't that's, write. That's where I'll leave it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, hopefully you'll you'll partake in our Jeffrey DeMunn Walking Dead actor profile. I know I will. In two weeks' time, we will be talking about that. So if you want to watch any of his uh, stuff, especially the things I listed, um, send us your feedback on that. Hopefully it goes well. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye.